everybody, and welcome to the latest edition of the Enterprise Agility Podcast, where, yes, I know it's gut-wrenching, but I am still only Andy Jordan. However, don't stop listening now, because I am joined by the amazing, the spectacular Deborah McGrath, and I asked Deborah what we should use as her job title, and she just said, call me goddess of all things service now. So I am joined by the goddess of all things service now. I'm pretty sure it doesn't say that on the business card, but we're going to go with it. Deborah, you work with customers all the time. So well, first off, thank you for joining us. I really appreciate it. Uh, Let's get straight into this. You work with customers all the time. So you know, we've been talking a lot about business outcomes recently and the challenges that, that customers have with dealing with that. What's their biggest barrier to understanding and managing outcomes that, that you see with, with customers? What are the problems they're experiencing? Hi, Andy, and thank you so much for that amazing introduction. I do have to correct it, though. It's actually senior goddess. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. I, I will correct that. We'll, we'll put that right in the edit. I earned the title, so. <laughs> um, and in my spare time, I do technical product marketing with ServiceNow as well. So you might have seen some of my videos out on my on the ServiceNow demo now site. Um, but to answer your question, Andy, um, yeah, you know, one of the biggest barriers that I find um, that customers have in managing outcomes is that we see that they're, they're actually not using business goals to gauge that success. So it's all in measuring um, that success, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah. this is a dumb question. Why are they not using business goals? I mean, they make investment decisions, presumably to generate a contribution to those goals and objectives of the year. Why is it that it's so hard to then measure performance against that? Yeah, well, I think um, to answer that question, Andy, I think they start out thinking they're using business goals, right? Every time, you know, you start a project, the very first thing you do is create a business plan. And that business plan, you know, you think about it, it has to be approved. And so they start out with good intentions. But along the way, somehow they stop using those outcomes, um, you know, that desired value-based metrics, if you will. And instead, they start using so-called vanity metrics, right? And by vanity metrics, I'm really referring to the stats that create that sense of well-being among, you know, your project stakeholders. But they're not necessarily, and and they're like, um, you know, the the triple constraint, right? Whether um, your projects are on time, within scope, and within budget. But those metrics aren't really necessarily measuring um, whether the project is on track to deliver the value that you originally defined in the business case, right? Right. So we, we see this all the time, right? With stakeholders and sponsors and executives hung up on, on the traffic light metrics, the, the red, yellow, green. And if something's not green, then it's a problem that needs to be corrected. But you, know, you don't have a traffic light metric for, you know, on benefit or on target to achieve value or something like that. So we end up focusing on completely the wrong stuff. That, you know, that's exactly right, Andy. And it's true not only of waterfall projects, but even agile projects projects, you know, fall into that the same thing. You know, if you think about it, people are really, they start out with good intentions, but then they're gauging them, looking at burn down charts, cumulative flow diagrams, velocity reports. And again, they get that sense of well-being that everything is good, the work is being done, but the metrics aren't really telling them whether or not it's the right work to continue um, and how much value they're going to get in the end, in the long run. Yep. Doesn't matter how many story points you do if they're not the right story points. Exactly. 
Yeah, makes perfect sense. So, all right, you're here from ServiceNow, you're representing the product side of things. How can customers improve that focus leveraging ServiceNow's offerings? They've got to get that mindset, right? They've got to get their headspace to somewhere where they look past what I think you call those vanity metrics and and into actual value-based metrics. But how can you actually help them then to deliver on that, to actually measure some of that stuff? Yeah, um, great question, Andy. And the good news is that the all the ServiceNow gods and goddesses, if you will, <laughs> provide a lot of different capabilities that uh, you know really help our organizations manage outcomes and track whether or not they're actually creating um, business value. You know, rather than just managing time, scope, budget, you know, burn down charts, right? Um, and to highlight just a few of these, for example, say we start with the project workspace, right? That's really a foundation for tactical project categorization and status tracking. Um, but before projects even begin, maybe we want to take a look at ServiceNow Investment Funding, which provides guidance on all the financial resources available to support your planned work efforts, right? Um, and maybe we're working using the investment funding and all of a sudden you have a change in strategy. You know, something changes like, I don't know, a pandemic. <laughs> and you have to realign, you know, which work is more important to you. So this enables adaptive planning to accommodate some of those unplanned changes, which in turn helps the organization to become more agile. Um, in addition, say we move on down the line, right? We've changed our, our funding. So then the PMO dashboard enables the project stakeholders to visualize um, the overall project portfolio trends, identify areas of immediate need. And if we're aware of that investment funding change, right, then drill down for additional actionable insights, you know, right then and there. Um, On an ongoing basis, the demand work bench enables centralized assessment of all the work requests that are coming in on an ongoing basis. And this is relative to all your desired business outcomes, right? So here on the demand work bench, um, customers can easily measure measure all their demands compared to evolving business goals. adjusting to changes as necessary, changing budgets, changing strategies, and then prioritize and reprioritize them as things change, right? Um, Adding on to that, I think you're seeing a pattern here. So every step of the way, regardless of what your um, persona is, um, whether you're, you know, an executive who's looking at overall um, outcomes, whether you're part of the PMO and you're driving um, the the outcomes through our projects, um, or whether we want to see on an ongoing basis, we can look at the investment portal to see real-time insights um, to help continually monitor and improve. And then finally, the portfolio workbench helps customers to continually prioritize and reprioritize um, their mix of new and existing investments over time based on costs, resources availability, um, strategies, and any other criteria to help drive desired business outcomes. So what I've just described, and that's just a sampling of some of what we provide, but using these integrated ServiceNow ITBM features really helps stakeholders to stop obsessing over project schedules and drive priorities um, instead of, and instead start thinking about how the organization can really deliver the most value, um, business value and, and business outcomes, not simply milestone adherence. So this actually takes us way beyond just 
managing for value. It's actually allowing or supporting the, the business's ability to integrate that outcome management, that, that management of value with everything else that they do in terms of strategic planning and delivering. So you're talking about um, intake and prioritization. So it, managing outcomes just becomes an extension of that. And the software is helping them to build uh, a fully integrated business model that is focused from start to finish on optimizing that, that ability to deliver value. You're exactly right again, Andy. So, you know, instead of those um, standard project metrics, you know, that the triple constraint, customers can align their portfolio strategy, investments, their teams to actually drive business outcomes in order to create value and really meet and exceed, obviously, those expectations. They Using IPM, IBM, <laughs> IBM, ITBM. Easy for you to say. It is easy. <laughs> Um, so with ITBM, they can measure those investments in terms of business outcomes, right? Like adoption, revenue, reduced costs. And then they can attach outcomes to solutions and continuously monitor them, monitor them, right? So for continuous based delivery, delivery with ongoing insights to monitor and improve. Um, so using business goals as their gauge, they can do all of this with ITBM. Excellent. And I have to say, I am really thrilled um, to have you on board here with this podcast uh, in both your role as senior goddess, goddess and uh, as a technical marketing manager, because clearly a career in ventriloquism isn't going to work the way you keep tripping over your words today. So you know, I'm glad we got you before you got too many vodkas inside you. That's all I can say. I mean, I'm just, I'm just throwing that out there. But anyway, people, you can see why I wanted to have Deborah on board. She gets it. She can help you get it from a product standpoint. Um, so you really should be reaching out to to service now and looking at ICBM and, and looking at how you can improve the way that your business integrates. And on top of that, Deborah told me I was exactly right, which is the first time anybody has ever said that. So we're going to have Deborah back whether she likes it or not. And in the meantime, um, depending on when you're actually listening to this podcast, please either make sure you register for our Aligning to Business Outcomes webinar on September the 30th, or if it's too late for that, um, click on the link uh, that is in the description for, for this podcast anyway, because then you'll be able to get to the on-demand version. We're recording it uh, and you can listen to it back because then we'll go into this topic in a lot more detail um, and, uh, and really sort of help you to achieve business outcomes, which you know, is such a key element to enterprise 